Welcome to this week's Energy Show. Now, there are about a million homes with rooftop solar in the U.S., and that's out of about 100 million detached single-family homes. So market penetration is about 1%. Lots and lots of growth potential as solar begins to cover this other you know, 99 million homes. Now, we're not going to get 99 million homes because some of these homes are in the shade, just not good for solar. But well over 50% of the homes are going to have solar in the coming years. No doubt about it in my mind. Now, once people have a rooftop solar system, the second question they always ask is, should I clean my solar panels? Now, I mentioned the second question because the first question they always ask is, how do I figure out how to read my electric bill? These electric bills get really complicated with, with solar and with net metering or all the special charges on there. So on today's show, we're not going to talk about the electric bill question because that's it's the whole topic of another show. Today's show, we're going to talk about how you can really practically answer the question, how often and how should I clean the solar panels? There's actually a good way to look at this. It doesn't, it's not a lot of guesswork. Now, let's first talk about how do your solar panels get dirty? Why do you have to clean them to begin with? Well, the reason is there's wind-blown dust, and then you've got a lot of areas that are kind of dusty and dirty. Farms, you've got dirt roads, you, know, you may live near a freeway and the cars drive by and kick up a lot of dust. You know, some, some areas are sootier than others. You also get pollen accumulation. So pollen from trees and, and plants starts kind of covering things in, in the spring. And, you know, boy, here in California, we get this like green film on everything around this time of the year. And, and also, you may have debris from other situations. Maybe you've got some leaves blowing on top or birds... People worry about birds, but birds, bird poop usually isn't too bad unless your name is Hitchcock and you live in Bodega Bay. But otherwise, you know, the birds might make a little bit of a mess. You shouldn't have your solar panels underneath a tree. It's going to be shaded. So generally, you don't have a lot of bird poop problems. So what happens to your solar panels when they get dirty? Well, obviously, the output of the panel is going to decline because those photons from the sun are going to hit the dirt and get reflected or absorbed instead of going into the solar panel and into the, the silicon cells themselves and, and turning into electricity. So the dirtier the panels are, the less electricity your panels are going to generate. Now, the output decline really depends on your location and the amount of soiling. So, I mean, if you have really, really dirty panels, you might see output that's 20 or 25% lower than when the panels are clean because it, it depends on the amount of dirt on there. The other thing, which is interesting when you kind of drill down into it, is it depends on the distribution of the dirt on the panels because sometimes along the edges, the solar panels are very sensitive to dirt there. It's just the way these things are wired together. And I've seen situations where if you have panels at a very low slope, say, you know, flat or just a few degrees tilt, dirt and then eventually mud. I mean, literally, you get an accumulation of mud on the first, like, four to eight inches of the solar panels along the bottom row of cells. And that may cover the entire bottom row of cells, and that can kind of knock out the output of that entire panel. And depending on the way your system is wired, could knock out the output of all the panels that are in that string. I've even seen moss and weeds growing on top of the glass of the solar panels as this mud and dirt and, and junk accumulates, seeds go in and they kind of grow there. And, and that's situations where people are just really ignoring cleaning the panels. So this happens on commercial a, a lot also. So depending on the type of the system you have, whether it's a string inverter, 
which basically is just operating an entire row of panels, like 10 or 15 panels together, that may have a bigger impact of, of, of soiling and dirt than if you have optimizers or microinverters. Because these optimizers and microinverters can avoid the degradation on one panel by modifying the voltage and the current that goes through the rest of the panels. So what happens when it's dry and dusty? The panels get dirty. And then, you know, that just kind of gets worse and worse and worse until one of two things happen, until it rains hard or until you clean your panels. Now, a light rain is not going to do that much to clean the panels. But when you have a downpour, you know, a heavy rain, a thunderstorm, it only has to be for like half an hour. That heavy rain does a really, really good job of cleaning the panels. I mean, I go up after a really heavy rain and I look at the panels. They're as good as new. It looks like they came right from the factory. So if you're in a place that rains regularly, you probably don't have to clean the panels that much. And also keep in mind that the rainwater is a really, really good solvent for the dirt. It's a nice soft water. It's not going to create any problems. Now, where should you clean more often? Well, obviously, you have to clean more often in dry and dusty areas. And then also kind of think about it. If you're in a very sunny area or if you have very high electric rates, the value of the lost electricity is going to be really high. So in the summer, in you know, Southern California and the South where electricity might be very expensive or Hawaii, that's where it makes sense to clean the panels. Hawaii is not as much of an issue because you get some regular rain there, but a lot of the Southwest, it's sunny, electric rates are high, and it just doesn't rain, you know, from May until October. So I kind of looked around the internet to see what the conventional wisdom was for residential system cleaning. And generally, the internet's a really good resource. In this case, it's terrible. I mean, I don't know. These people are writing articles about cleaning panels that have no idea about how to do it or what the impact is. A lot of really bad advice out there. There's a, a website that's usually really good called Clean Technica. They say don't clean the panels. Well, obviously, they're not living in an area where it's sunny, high electricity, and no rain because you really do need to clean the panels. Some panel manufacturers recommend hosing off the panels with water. I mean, I just read about this a couple weeks ago. It's like I, read, I was ready to send the email to the president saying, never do that because you're going to damage your panels. We've seen situations where people hose off the panels with tap water, and what happens is that water dries on the panels. There's minerals in the water, particularly in hard, hard water areas, and that, that actually creates a white film on the panels that is impossible to remove. I mean, we've removed these panels and try and scrub that off. You can't do it. The glass has a stippled finish, the minerals are inside there, and those panels are permanently damaged. We even use solvents like TSP, couldn't do anything. So never hose off your panels. You could also shatter the glass and, and you know create some electrical problems. But uh, you know, I've specifically seen this hard water and hoses dry. And don't think that hosing the panels off are going to create an immediate improvement in output. That immediate improvement in output when you get the panels wet is because the panels are cool, not because they're clean. Now, Google did a study, and they say if, if the panels are flat, clean them regularly. If they're tilted, don't bother. That's a little bit smarter, but if they're tilted, if you have a big system, and if they do get dirty and it's not raining, you should still clean those, and we'll discuss why. Now, if you talk to companies that do panel cleaning, you know, clean them twice a year. Definitely clean them, because they make money with their cleaning services. I'm going to give you advice on the show today, which is how you should handle these panels if they were on your own house. This is what I do. I'm not trying to sell you any cleaning services. They can, they can be expensive. I just want you to save as much money as possible with solar, and part of saving money is not spending extra money for cleaning if you don't really need it. So let's do some math and see what the cleaning is going to save you. Let's assume that it's a 5-kilowatt system, and I looked at this both in California and in New Jersey, and I'm going to 
look at different conditions. The panels are average, kind of relatively clean, which is 5% dirty. That's the reality. Somewhat dirty, 15%, and extremely dirty, 25%. And when we do modeling of system performance at Cinnamon Solar, and many installers do this conservatively, we start with the assumption that the panels are going to operate, on the average, 5% dirty. So if you've got a 200-watt panel, that panel's really only going to put out 180 watts on the average because it's going to be 5% dirty kind of all the time. So let's start with a benchmark. And it's it's important to assume that your panels aren't going to be 0% clean. Even after you clean them, you look at it the next day, they're starting to get dusty. So I kind of looked at what would happen in California at average electric rates. And what ends up happening is the monthly average savings from a system in California under these circumstances is about $192 a year if the panels are 5% dirty. Now, if you were to clean the panels, and I'm saying clean the panels going from 15% dirty to 5% dirty, 5% is kind of average, 15% is kind of dirty. If you clean those panels, you're going to improve your annual performance. You're going to save $231 a year. So if you clean the panels and you have a 5-kilowatt system in California, you're going to save about $231. So my logic is if it costs less than $200 to clean those panels, then clean them. If it's going to cost you $250 to clean the panels, it's going to cost you more to clean the panels. Then you will save in electricity. So that's the kind of number in California for an average system. I then ran the numbers for New Jersey. In New Jersey, you're going to save, under the same circumstances, $128 if you clean those panels from average dirty to kind of average clean, 15% to 5%, that's $128. If it costs you $200 to clean the panels, it's a bad deal. Now, the other thing about New Jersey is the panels aren't going to get as dirty because it regularly rains. So these are kind of things to look at. Are the panels dirty? How much are you going to save? It makes sense. Now, if we were to look at a 10-kilowatt system in New Jersey... Then you're going to save $256. So it might make sense if the panels are really dirty, but then it doesn't make sense if um, it's raining and they're kind of getting cleaned off. Okay, let me give you a little bit of my perspective on cleaning and maintaining your rooftop solar system. And this is after 15 years or so of looking at these panels after they've been installed, going back, checking them out five years, 10 years, 15 years later, and cleaning them. And so this is what I've seen in California after you know many, many years of installing and maintaining panels. What happens is after three to five years, panels that are never cleaned get dirty at the very bottom edges. Now, a lot of this is because it hasn't rained a lot in California. But, but you get, there's, there's little you know, dust and dirt in the air. When it rains or just from the dust and just from the wind, that dirt accumulates on the panels. And when it rains a little bit, it kind of just kind of goes to the bottom of the panels and it turns into mud. So on low slope panels, they can get very, very dirty at the bottom edges. And this dirt has a tendency to kind of creep up and reduce the output of the bottom row of cells on each panel. And that's going to affect the performance, especially if you don't have optimizers or microinverters. Now, until this year, we haven't had a lot of rain over the past five or six years. So solar panels got very dirty. But when I looked at the panels that were on a roof last month, and this is back in March, you know, not that long ago, they were as clean is when they came from the factory because we had a lot of heavy rain. You go up there the day after a rainstorm, those panels are as clean as they ever were. Now, two days later, there's going to be a very subtle film of dust on there. You know, two months later, you might have 10 or 15% soiling on there. There'll be even more. But after the rains, they're really cleaning. You're going to get the same exact result anywhere around the country where you get some heavy rains. Now, as I mentioned, in rainy climates, 
that are you know in the northeast or actually most of the country these heavy rains throughout the year do a really good job of cleaning the panels it's a heavy rain not a light rain the light rain is just going to have a tendency to move the mud to the bottom but on these heavy rains it's going to clean the panels especially if the panels are tilted at more than about a five degree tilt and here in california the lowest slopes on most roofs is about 14 degrees so you know we're usually okay on the east coast you're usually tilted more like 20 or 25 degrees so those are really going to clean pretty thoroughly and in most of the country as i mentioned you get heavy rains throughout the year whereas in california we really only get heavy rains in the quote winter unquote which is kind of like december january february and the rest of the year we don't really get very many heavy rains almost never get thunderstorms so my advice is as far as cleaning the panels is only think about cleaning your panels if they look really dirty and this is this is the case in california california and other sunny dry climates new mexico arizona texas if they look really dirty think about cleaning them if it hasn't rained hard in six months you don't need to go up on the roof to see if they're dirty i can guarantee you they're dirty so if it's not raining they're dirty and if your panels are at a very low slope say less than 10 degrees which is a 212 pitch roof then you should look at cleaning them also if you have a big system think about cleaning them because the big systems are going to save you more money when you clean those panels if you have a little system you might only save you know $70 a month and it might not be worth spending $250 to clean your panels so you know let's talk about the time frame i've had customers who say you know i want a service contract i want you to come by and clean my panels every 3 or 4 months i try and talk them out of it because it's generally going to cost them money and we're going to make a little bit more money on cleaning but they don't really need it you generally you only need to clean your panels once during the spring and summer and maybe once in the later summer if they look really dirty if you have a big system if you're in a really dusty area because remember as far as the power from the system you're getting most of your energy in the summer months you know early spring early fall that's when you're getting most of the energy so that's when you want the panels to be clean so if you're getting heavy rain during the summer that's great if you're not getting any heavy rain during the summer and your panels are dirty that's when you're going to be losing a lot of energy all right now in rainy climates like most of the country you should only think about cleaning your panels if they look really dirty and if the panels are at a low slope so this is particularly relevant for commercial customers and if you have a big system say over 8 or 10 kilowatts because in those cases even if it's raining you may not get a really good cleaning so that's what you want to do all right so this is we're talking about intervals and when you should clean the panels and how you should think about that let's talk a little bit about how you should clean the panels so the first thing i'm going to talk about is safety. Make sure that you're going to do this in a safe way. Now, a qualified installer that's following OSHA requirements is going to use a ladder. They're going to have a two-man crew. They're going to make sure that that ladder is secured to the roof so it can't slide away. And if the installers are actually working on the roof with tools, they should be tied in with harnesses. And you know, that's what we do. Now, so a lot of times what we're able to do is just clean the panels from the ladder. We don't have to climb up on the roof. but sometimes we go up on the roof and luckily for all the systems that we install at Cinnamon Solar we install permanent roof anchors so so we can just tie into stainless steel anchors that we've already installed at the top of the array that's nice and safe so safety first all right how should you clean the panels most important thing use a soapy water solution now i recommend car wash detergent or window cleaner maybe some kind of biodegradable soap you know stuff that you're using dishwashing detergent is fine never wash your panels without using some kind of a detergent this detergent does two really important things first it kind of dissolves the dirt 
in the solution so it doesn't allow it to condense out again on the panels. The second thing it does is the detergent deactivates the minerals in the water. So what happens is you don't have a mineral film showing up on the water. So that's why you should never, ever hose your panels down. And, and as I mentioned, I've seen systems in California where we have really hard water. People would hose the panels off when they would get dirty, and they would see an immediate increase in the output of the system. They'd say, this is great. But then, like, you know, a day later, they'd say, there's this white film on the panels. So we've actually had to remove those panels because it was a, they thought it was our fault. And what it turned out to be is that the hard water, the minerals in the water, condensed out, settled out on the glass, and it kind of absorbed into the little stipple finish on the glass and permanently marred those panels. We could not remove that mineral deposit. So those panels were basically damaged. I mean, they will forever operate at 10% less than their efficiency. So you never want to hose your panels down. And if you do see a temporary increase in the output, that's because the panels cooled down, not because they got cleaner. So don't clean them, don't dry clean them because you could end up scratching the glass, some sand or dust in that soil on there, and that could scratch the glass a little bit. So it's also handy. You get a you know, get a bucket, put some solution in there, and use a squeegee with a brush and maybe a squeegee on one side and an extension handle. So you can actually do a lot of the cleaning from the roof. Now, some professional cleaners use trucks with a roof hoist and they spray the systems with special deionized or recycled water and that has no minerals. That's a really good idea, but it's not very practical for a homeowner to do. It's better to use a soapy solution. You know, don't put a ton of soap in there, but just enough so you get bubbles. Now, we do professional panel cleaning at Cinnamon Solar in Silicon Valley, and you can find lots of other installers that do that. So if you're worried about going up on your roof, I would just contact some local companies and find somebody that knows what they're doing. You know, they're not just going to send out some guy that never cleaned panels. You want to find somebody from an established solar company. They're going to send out a two-man crew. They're going to use a ladder, a stabilizer, gloves. They're going to have a harness if they're on the roof. And it's it's not free. It's expensive to roll that truck with two people on it and get everything set up. So it usually takes about an hour to clean the panels and an hour or two for the travel and setup. Now, while while we're there and while you're, you're cleaning crew, your local installers there, they should also do a maintenance checkup. They should check to make sure the inverter's working, that there's not, you know, a bird's nest on top of the inverter or dust or debris, the fans that are on the inverter. They should make sure that there's no hanging wires down below the array or make sure that the grounding wires are still connected. They should make sure that there's no squirrels or pigeons nesting underneath the panels. So after you hire a professional that's going to spend an hour or two there and travel and check everything, it's going to cost you two or $300 to clean the panels. And as I mentioned, if you have a big system or your panels are really dirty, this is something that you really should do. If you want to do it yourself, just make sure you're safe. The biggest danger is falling off the roof or falling off the ladder. So be extremely careful with your ladder. Be very careful about any overhead wires. You should always turn the system off before you start cleaning. So turn the DC disconnect off, turn the AC off. There's a shutoff near your utility meter. That way the system's not going to be operating. Now, the thing to remember is if you don't have microinverters, if you have an ordinary DC system without optimizers, you're still going to have three or 400 volts on the roof. So be careful about touching any exposed wires. If you see any exposed wire at all, call your installer. Don't touch it. It could have 300 volts in there and it could, you know, really zap you. So in conclusion... At Cinnamon Solar and your local solar installer all over around the country, they're really in business 
of helping their customers get the biggest economic benefits from the solar system. They want to make sure they generate the most money and they want to minimize the maintenance costs. So, you know, we're just being conscientious. If the cleaning costs $200 and it's going to only save you $100 during the year, from a customer standpoint, it's not worth it. Now, you still may want to do the maintenance, that's fine. But, or maybe you want to do that cleaning every five years because then you're going to save more. The panels are really dirty. Now, in sunny, dry areas, if you have a large system, and high electric rates like California, like Arizona, like New Mexico, clean your panels if they look dirty, maybe once during the summer. If it's in a rainy area, it's probably not worth cleaning the panels at all. Now, regardless of your system, I recommend a cleaning and a maintenance check every five years or so, just because you never know what's going to happen. And you, you you may not be aware of hazards, loose wires, rodents, things like that. All right. Well, That's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show, and thanks to all of our listeners for joining us. If you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcasts.